ho, 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 ho. David Getty, welcome. Ho, 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 ho. It's me, Santa Claus. We're doing the holiday episode, David. Ho, ho, holy guacamole. It's a festive feature cast. And we, uh, there's no theme music in this one because it's the holiday and we don't have a very jolly theme song. Ho, 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 ho. Now I'll fuck off for a minute. Uh, and Ethan's gonna come in and do the podcast. If that's cool with you, David, or do you maybe want to riff a little bit? Maybe tell me some things you want for the holidays. I'm sorry, I can't even hear. Like, I can't hear you. Hello? Oh, it's way too loud? I don't know. I, I Is can't, this better? It, it keeps cutting out. It's, like, really bad Fuck. right now. I don't know. Well, happy Honda days, everyone. <laughs> I'll let Ethan come in and do the podcast. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ, that was bad, huh? That was uh that was, interesting. Yeah, that was a Ooh, that was a brutal intro, huh? <laughs> Did not like it. <laughs> uh happy Honda days, everybody. Merry Toyotathon. <laughs> We're doing our festive feature cast. It's the best time of the year. And and what a year. Whoo, buddy, huh? Um, normally, David, you know what we normally do at the beginning of an episode? We normally do a cold open, then the theme song. We're skipping the same theme song because we're it's a jolly time. So we're just skipping right into this stuff. And also then first impressions we normally do. But because it's the end of the year, we're watching... A lot of movies. In the past two days, I've watched like 10 movies. That's <laughs> insane. <laughs> My brain hurts. But a lot of the, the good movies that we'd want to talk about are actually probably going to end up in our finest 15 of the year. And we'll have a whole episode where we talk about them and gush about how wonderful and great these films are. So you're going to have to listen to that if you want to fucking know what movies we like. So we're going to do first impressions. Because... I mean, we're right at the end where, like, the movies that we really want to talk about are the ones that are going to be on our list, right? Does that make yep. sense? Yep. You understand? I, okay. Th- yeah, thank, thank you. you for breaking the news to me. Thank you. Yeah, You're just okay. nodding. It's an audio medium. <laughs> Stop nodding. <laughs> <laughs> David, what's our first festive feature cast segment that we're doing? So that our... We're, that we're doing. First festive feature cast... Oh, fuck. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. David, we got to get in the festive mood. What am I talking about? We got you gotta get festive, baby. You gotta okay. get you yeah. gotta get your drinks out, David. Yeah. What do you what do you uh what do you got for your drink over there? Huh, apple cider, would you believe it? Uh no. Eggnog? No. Hot milk. I I hope I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> it's reindeer piss. <laughs> Oh, um, and it burns. <laughs> Ooh, it's good for the soul. Bad for everything else. Oh. <laughs> bad, bad for my, bad for my piss. <laughs> oh, are you feeling festive? I'm feeling super festive. We're yeah. recording this Christmas Eve. It comes out Christmas Day. Oh, that's a buck wild turnaround. You better be, better be in the mood. Buck wild. Or bold whimsy. Um, no, hold on. That's a different thing. <laughs> we'll get to that. Don't spoil it. Sorry, sorry, sorry. It's a great segment. It's a great bit. Um, you know what's a great segment? This first one we're doing. What is it? Tell me about it. Oh, Break so down. we, every year, we exchange uh, cinema gifts. 
where we give the other person a really good movie to watch. And because the other person has always been bad, we also give them one cinema chunk of coal. One perfect film present and a big old lump of coal. Yeah. Yeah. Because you're because you're a naughty boy, David. Ah. You've been a naughty boy this year. <laughs> hey, side note, I was listening to NPR earlier because that's what I do. <laughs> White people, am I right? <laughs> I was listening to NPR earlier and they ha- were talking to like mall Santas that are out of work or whatever during this season. Oh, and one of them was like virtual and he called in and he was like, uh, I just want all the boys and girls listening to know that we've broken a record this year and because all of you made all these hard changes and adapted so well to all these strange circumstances with the distance learning, uh, being like having to share your parents when, when they're working from home and the social distancing and the wearing masks everywhere, uh, because everyone did such a good job with that, we have a record number of people on the, on the nice list. And I was like, oh, fuck, oh. that's actually sweet as hell. That Thanks, really Santa. Sweet. I love that. That's actually real cute. I like that. It's keeping me festive. That is really nice. I was not festive before today. I heard that on the radio, and I was like, fuck yeah, I'm on the nice list. (laughs) Well, no, no. He was a cop this year. (laughs) You're not on the nice list. You're not on the nice list. I actually gave you two lumps. No, no, dude. Dude, Santa? Here's the thing about Santa. Santa says ACAB. Who would have (laughs) thought? I mean, did you see see the movie Fat Man this year? (laughs) I skipped that one. (laughs) Holy shit, David. <laughs> First segment. <laughs> this is weird. We we haven't actually recorded an episode in like three months. I know. It's kind of nuts because I feel like we record so often and then I'm like, oh yeah, like we have all these segments in our actual main episode. It's kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. I also feel like our mini-sodes are slowly creeping into like the 30 minute range so that it makes them feel more like... True. Like short, full episodes. It's kind of insane. Um Ye- so, we both have our our cinema stocking uh, gift, our, our our good movie. Um, Stuff, stuffers. stuffers. Cinema stocking stuffers, I think is what the name of the segment is. Yeah, it's been it. a year. We gotta we get, we get look at the, the fucking... <laughs> and it's been a year. Am I right, ladies and gentlemen? Oh, shit. <laughs> hey, ladies and gentlemen, 2020, am I right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, come on. No. Come on. Yeah. All right. Come on. <laughs> How long you been I have sitting? too much power now. I have too much power. He think had a real computer now. Um so he has a whole like soundboard of of effects as at his disposal. It's, it's great because I can always, like whenever I tell a joke, it's it's wonderful. Like well, what am I drinking? It's reindeer piss. <laughs> Classic. Oh, oh, they're really going for this one. Hey, David, do you want to try and tell a joke real quick? No, I'm good. I'm good. No, no, no. Just give me, give me like a little joke. Like oh. a knock-knock joke. Knock-knock. Um, Who's there? Uh, Santa Claus. Santa Claus who? Santa Claus... Uh, who are you? Wait, no, I didn't hear the laughter. Where, where was it? You think it? Give me that, give me that sweet... No, the audience is reacting right now. No. Oh no. Did did it not land? Is this is this the prologue to the Joker movie? Oh fuck. <laughs> I I asked you who wrote Party Rock Anthem and you're laughing? <laughs> <laughs>
Um, David, I gave you a good movie and a bad movie. And I think I was really mean, but also really nice. I hope, anyway. Yeah, no. My, my, my good movie I gave you was Medium Cool. Medium Cool, written, directed by Haskell Wexler, which also might be, like, one of the coolest names. Right. Like that's also, a... Robert Forrester, yes. rocking it. Yeah, yo- it's also really weird seeing a young Robert Forrester. I feel like he's crept into those, right. that, that, like, that, like, pool of people where it's like, I always recognize you as an older person, and then seeing you as, like, a young person, I'm like... Who the fuck is this guy? Um, me when you forward me TikToks. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is so cringe. <laughs> um, um, I also gave you bad movie. Well, I, I just kind of want to introduce all the movies. Oh yeah, we'll yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, the the bad the, movie you gave the bad me movie might be what the you get, David? Definitive bad movie. Um, is it the worst movie you've ever seen? <laughs> Probably. Uh, Damn. He gave me Birdemic, Shock and Terror. <laughs> Holy fuck. An absolute classic. Oh, I've seen like clips of it before. Because who hasn't? Oh, but David, fuck. David, yeah, much like much like in the bedroom as in this podcast, not only do I thoroughly enjoy giving, I also like to receive. <laughs> That's a good. Wait, where's the, where's the laugh track? Was it? That was, laugh track that up. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> and I, so I, I have to earn it. I, I didn't gave earn you it some good time. movies. Uh, so there's a movie that I have been a really big fan of since the first time I saw it, which I feel like is that the John Travolta one or is that the other one? No, <laughs> well, <laughs> uh, which is uh, Billy Wilder's uh, 1951 Ace in the Hole. Uh, yeah, yeah, really like that. And your 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 bad one. Is one I know we've talked about. It named an episode of the podcast. Moose in the house. That is moose on the loose, baby. Oh fuck, moose on the loose. I think the lines moose is in the house, right? Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, But the movie is called The Fanatic. Yes. Directed by Fred Durst. Oh yeah. Of Limp Biscuit. I I think we can all just hope that that's his last movie he directs. Let's talk about the good ones real quick. Yeah. Um, I'll, 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 I'll kick us off with Ace in the Hole. I don't have a lot to say about it. Um, it's essentially 1950s Nightcrawler mm-hmm. in like a weird way. So you have you have this uh, this <laughs> journalist that <laughs> apparently has a weird past <laughs> of getting fired at like every city. <laughs> and so he ends up in Albuquerque and he's just like... I'm looking for a hot story, see? I want to I want something that'll fly off the presses. I'm a $200 $200 paper $200 paper newsman. <laughs> you see? <laughs> nah. Better hire me for 60 a week. Where's my desk? By the door? I won't be here long, but he is there long for like a year. <laughs> right? Uh, and he, he gets sent to go find the hottest scoop. I got a scoop for you, bud. The scoop is actually a rattle, and it's on a snake. And there's they're shaking, baby. Go see what's up with those rattlers. But he doesn't even make it to the rattlers. Instead, he sees a bunch of people hanging out a little mountain, and he's like, "Look here, what's ha- what's happening here, b- buddy, old pal?" <laughs> and they're like, "By gee, by golly, there's a man in there." <laughs> uh, and so he goes and like basically crafts this story. 
about this man trapped uh, in this mountain uh, and kind of creates this weird web of like deceit between like his uh, the the Leo who's the guy in the um, in the hole who's trapped and like his wife and like he's lying to the sheriff and then like newspaper people come in and he's like these fucking newspaper guys always looking for a story but he's the one but he's the nightcrawler he's yes he is he's the nightcrawler it's it's pretty solid it definitely feels like an old movie yeah but it's a little darker than i thought right? it would be in terms of like some of that context and i was like i it, so then it had this really like uncanny valley feel because it feels like everything is set up pretty harmless like I'm going to go take some photos of a rattlesnake. Hope that's not too much danger for me. <laughs> oh, you're trapped in there? <laughs> Must be the old native curse. You know, stuff like that where you're like, all right. But then he's like, what if I left you in there? And it's like, huh? What? Do you, what? <laughs> right? And, what? Huh? and there's also like certain actions I feel like he takes where like, there's, there's like two options that he could take. One, like the easy and like like more positive one. And like the other one. I think he could have gotten him out like the first time he met easily. him. I mean, not, maybe not easily, but, like, 100%. Um, he could have tried. And that was the part that, that, like, really, like, interested me in, in, in the film. Um, yeah, I liked it. I like this film a lot. But. It's pretty sick. I dig it. I, I don't know how. I wouldn't, say, I wouldn't say it's, like, one of my favorites, but, like, it's a really interesting case study. And it's it's weird enough that I, I do want people to go check this it, out. If, if 1950s Nightcrawler sounds cool to you. You will fuck with this movie. I do really enjoy that uh, that comparison. I, I I had not thought about that, and I don't know how because it seems pretty pretty uh, up and well. Because I'm always I'm always looking for the scoop. I'm a two hundred dollar newspaper <laughs> man. Uh, Ethan, <laughs> you gave me a film that is also in the Criterion Collection because both of these films are. Um, and that was Haskell Wexler's Medium Call. I'm going to say the name as often as I can. I love this name. <laughs> Um, and it's uh, it's kind of interesting to me that this is the second movie this that I've seen this year that has to take place during the uh, the, the the protests uh, outside the DNC. Oh, the nineteen sixty eight DNC convention. Yeah, I guess it would just be yeah DNC. It can't be the DNC convention because DNC has convention in the abbreviation. Um, this is. A really interesting it. movie. Thank Killed you. It. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, wait. Where's my... Do, do you have an applaud track? No, no. Don't laugh at me. Damn it. It wasn't a joke. <laughs> That's all. I don't have an applause. I should have gotten more. Um, I don't even have a fart button yet. <laughs> oh, God. No. You, yeah, you should have not gotten this computer. This is too much power. Uh, Next time... Don't worry, guys. Next time there's going to be a so fart button. So it's weird that you compared Ace in the Hole to Nightcrawler. Because I feel like there are parts of Robert Forrester's character that that like didn't fully explore the Nightcrawler character, but there are like instances where I'm like, this is like a little Nightcrawlery, um, and then it goes away, but he's still like this hard hardened uh, type of reporter. Um, as far as the plot, it's hard to say. It's it's like like it's it's one of those films where it seems like a lot of it is just. Um, like 
like uh like taking a look at the world that's going on leading up to these events where like it eventually like boils over into like what the film is but before that it's kind of like you're just following around robert forrester's character on the job as he's like going around in, like talking to people interviewing people interacting with people um dealing with kids on the streets who who just fucking love taking his hubcaps <laughs> honestly good <laughs> <laughs> um and it's just really interesting i'm also just I don't know how many of the people in this movie are actually actors, because like obviously right? the ending scene is like is like a real like riot and pro- protest. Um, yeah, yeah. So so the one the thing that I find super interesting about this and why I wanted you to see it, one it's a journalism movie that's in the Criterion Collection yep. that's automatically <laughs> prime David watch. Um, the other thing I found really interesting is that some of the background stuff that they film that kind of takes place in the narrative of the feature, like the the fictional narrative are real things so like they actually were there at the 1968 uh democratic national convention as these kind of like police beating up protesters was going on and they were filming a narrative within that I, which i find so interesting i just don't even because like how do you prep for right that? <laughs> like i don't get like i don't get how it how did they it's just like a crazy thing to like we're like like prior to one's well, cohesive too yeah. you understand what's happening i know it, they did such a good job it's it's kind of fascinating to think like that they had the foresight to know to set up the film to structure around this to like end with this prior to it actually happening well i guess maybe they like could have shot those scenes first and like built the story around that but i mean it's just so interesting being like this is the character i've been watching and like there they are just interacting with this like real situation it's it's well and then some of the some of those interviews and stuff that you're talking about it's a complete tonal shift for the movie cuz you you're following this story and it's like a really interesting story but it's still kind of a little dry at some points and then you get to these interviews and it's very fresh and in your face and you're just like taken away for a moment and you're like what's i'm just i'm learning my head's my head's expanding big brain um, I think one thing... Hey, that final shot. What you think about that final shot? Final though? shot's really good. Um, I also... Isn't really, it pretty cool? I also, you know what shot I love? The opening hmm. shot. Or, like, the opening scene of... I love the whole well, movie. <laughs> I love the opening <laughs> of them recording. This is this is it. This is where I had the initial thought. The opening of them... Frame 193. <laughs> I love that um, one. Oh, perfect ooh, actually, the boots in the mud. Really good shot. Oh, really good God. shot. <laughs> um, there's a lot of cinematography in, in this that's just like top notch, like really, really good shit. Um, but the opening shot or scene, I guess, of them like recording the car crash, and then like walking back to their car, like sl- slowly pacing, and then being like, "All right, we got to call an ambulance." That is what like gave off like super strong Nightcrawler vibes right away. Um, we both watched kind of like thematically similar <laughs> films. Told in very, very different, different ways. Um, I I also I hate, but we had some, ba- oh, we had some say, bad. I also, movies I also too. Was like big shout out to uh, to, to uh, Robert Forrester's character. I really like the character. I think it's a really good character, like personality to have, like push this story forward. Like watching him interact. Well, yeah. too bad. I already said the intro to the next thing. True. <laughs> we watched bad movies as well, David. <laughs> um, I got to see the absolute classic. The Fanatic, which is all about John Travolta doing a really choice 
really just like wonderful decision. I'm so happy he did it. Uh, playing a man with Down syndrome mm-hmm. um, in a in a really cool, fun, non-offensive way. In no regards is it utterly disgusting. Um, and basically, he becomes obsessed with these these actors in like horror and slasher movies. And he get he has a friend that takes photos is like a paparazzi, and they're like, "Hey, I have an app where you can just see everyone's address." And he's like, oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> and so then he just like breaks into this this dude's house and he's like, will you, will you sign my stuff? And the dude's like, no, get out of my house. And you're like, oh, man, that guy must be mean. And he also buys a shirt at one point. And the, here's the, the thing is, there's a part that stood out really well for me. And that's when our like st- our stocky um, is in the car with his son. And he turns to the son and, well, here's what happens. He turns his son and he, try, he wants to connect with his son. You know how hard it can be connect with the, t- the kids of today is always on their TikToks and their Pokemon Go's. Um, <laughs> and so he just listens. And in one un- uncut shot, he just turns to the kid and he's like, want to listen to some biscuit? Some limp biscuit? Want to listen to some biscuit? And I vomited onto my new computer, destroyed the entire rig. I had to go and get a, I had to call the manufacturer. I'm like, is it under the fanatic warranty? And they're like, what's the fanatic warranty? Where I, I hear a man say biscuit and I vomit all over the hard drive. All the CPU fried, motherboard destroyed, fans gone, disintegrated. And they said on the phone, uh, moose on the moose in the house, <laughs> and then they hung up, and that's the end of the bit. I hate this fucking just, movie. Just for those who are unaware, just to add like the cherry on top of this whole Limp Bizkit scene, the writer director of this film, Fred Durst, is also the lead singer in Limp Bizkit. That's 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 fucking movie magic right there. That mm-hmm. is that is. It's like it's like you remember the scene in The Departed where Mark Wahlberg uh, turned turned the camera. He looked right down the barrel of the lens and he was like, "What? No, you want to listen? Hey, it's me, Mark Wahlberg. My family does all the burgers. The funk, funky bunch. Me, Marky Mark. I'm Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch. You want to go buy my family's bad burgers? Oh, oh, I beat up. I beat up." A, a person of color because I didn't like him because of his race. What? No. Get my burgers. Um, I'm Mark Wahlberg. America's sweetheart. <laughs> what did you... So it's like what, that. I fucking what, hate the fanatic. Uh, really important, really important piece of this movie is uh, John Travolta's haircut. Would I want to get tied up in a bed by John Travolta's character Moose in the movie The Fanatic? Well... I'd be lying. I'd say it's an immediate no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's such a bad movie. Oh, God. It's so bad. I will say, I don't think it's as bad as the movie I gave you. No, no, no. So, like, I feel like with The Fanatic, it's, like, a pretty easy hate watch. Like, it's, like, it's like almost laughably bad. I watched Birdemic. Shock and Terror. I don't even know why you need, like, a subtitle. And this might be... No, 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 no. No, no. Retract that. This is this is the worst movie I've ever seen. 
It's like I I I had known <sighs> before this movie, like before seeing this movie, that like Birdemic was like a a famous bad movie, and I thought like the worst movie I'd seen before had still been like a movie, like it was like it still like at least like <laughs> competently put together, like people re- like knew how to like put together a scene, like write dialogue that actually sounded like somewhat real and natural, even if it was like really bad dialogue. But like it's like something where it's like yeah like. I know somebody who could at least say those words. Um, handle lighting, handle audio equipment. Um, and this movie fails on every single front. It is, it is, <laughs> it is genuinely shocking how how bad how bad this is. I thought it was good. like when the movie started, I was like, holy shit, this is like really bad, and like I can't believe they would start the movie this bad. And then I realized it's not just the beginning. It's it's everything, it's it's all the movie. The audio in this is like so crackly and poppy, and then just like completely cuts out and goes to like complete like silence. It's like so weird. The lighting. There are scenes where, like, they're not like adjusting to the sun, and it's completely blowing out everything. And it's like, what am I even looking at right now? Like there are, there are scenes that like cut that like cut in the middle of a sentence. And then they restart, like, 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 they cut to a new scene that, like, picks right back up in the middle of the sentence. And I'm like, this is so jarring. Like, you just, you weren't like, can we just, like, start the entire scene over and do the one sentence? Like, what? There's, like, 50 Listen, cuts. All I'm, all I'm saying is they would have given us more than $600 if we were going through a birdemic right now. <laughs> um, there is, there is an old scientist in this movie. He is the only person who is able to put to, to like actually give like any sort of like like dialogue like deliver his lines of dialogue. But like God, it's but like his dialogue is it's so, so bad. What it's a like, snooze fest. It's like the global warming has caused these birds um Their global to, warming has caused no the birds migrate. to go mad. They're no longer migrated, but instead they're malice and they're attacking them and you're just like Um <laughs> also Also there's a scene where where the couple they're okay, first of all the main character in this is like He's, he's creep levels that are so high, it's not even funny. And yet, like, the main girl in this is like, he's so nice. He asked me about me and talked about me. And I'm like, no, he literally didn't, though. Like, what are you talking about? But, like, they're walking on a beach. And then they're standing over what is the third bird we see in this movie, which the birds in this movie, holy fuck, they are next level bad. I don't even. Like, they found, like, one, like, like, like rendering of, of a bird just like flapping its wings and then like one dead bird and then they were like all right this is all we're doing we'll just like copy and paste this everywhere <sighs> but like so one of my one of my <laughs> favorite things uh whenever i give you really really bad movies to watch um is you you do you do a, a review for it that i always really love on letterbox <laughs> and um you did the same thing for the norm of the north movies and it made me so happy uh, in a recurring segment I like to call David Getty's Dear Diary Strange Stream of Consciousness <laughs> Cinema. <laughs> that's that's what it I'm is. Going to, that's the name of it. I'm going to read out what you wrote while watching this film. <laughs> Minimal editing. <laughs> <laughs> Holy Jesus fucking Christ. What is that audio editing and lighting? The foley is so bad. These angles? Cringe dialogue to the extreme. Why did we hold on why did we hold on him watching her walk away for like several seconds? 
I'm only seven minutes in. Okay, at this point... Now, this is... At this point, you're like, fuck. I thought I was going to be, like, maybe 15 to 20 minutes in. And then I was like, oh, no. I was like, I don't even know if I can do, like, this style of, like, thoughts. Because there will be so many issues. There were several times I gave up on this list. Because I was like, there's just... Every every single <laughs> thing is bad. Every single thing is bad. Let's continue. Gas prices are four fifty nine. Okay, that might just be a California thing. I really don't know, but I Maybe. saw that and I was like, "Damn, that's expensive! Holy shit!" Hey, hey, in this in this bird economy, <laughs> well, you know what? <laughs> Gas prices do go up to a hundred dollars a gallon. <laughs> okay. Big fish, one mil. You gave them fifty percent off. What is this guy selling? <laughs> I don't know why that that sales pitch was so weird to me. He's like, you can have anything you want. Perfect. Here's also 50% off. 50% off? What? I just sold my business. <laughs> I truly believe that the person who wrote this dialogue has never actually talked to a person before. I, I stand True. by that. I stand by that so hard. 0% containment? Are they even trying to contain the fire? How is there 0%? <laughs> Do you know what that's from? <laughs> yeah. It's definitely one of the most awkward on-screen thumbs up of all time. <laughs> Fucking legendary. Oh, the love Absolute of my God. Absolute buffoon it's, hours. It's so funny. <sighs> David, can you give me a quick line read on sensual work? I, okay, so so they go on a double date. And then and then and then the other couple's like, we gotta go, we gotta go do some work. And then the and then the guy's like, "What kind of work?" Friend goes, "Sensual work." And it's like, Perfect. "Oh wow, Perfect. oh cool, that's really, <laughs> dude." The the huh, gross and weird. <laughs> We're at a dinner. Imagine just seeing a couple at the beach standing over a dead bird carcass. <laughs> now that's a double date I'd like to go on. <laughs> Why are the birds literal kamikazes? True. I just like did anyone think like a why are like birds blowing up and b why are like why are they like making these like bombers plane noises like like has that, like yeah literally like, what is going on did he sleep in his pants now here's the thing David I don't think this is the biggest problem of the movie <laughs> I was just really confused because like <laughs> they're about to like they're about to have sex for the first time okay. She's wearing mm-hmm. just a bra and panties. He's wearing full pants, belt, and a shirt. Um, they they do some kissing. Yeah. They do some kissing. The camera pans down to a very nice Tarantino feet shot that lasts like I don't know five seconds too long. Enough to finish. And then we wake up in the next day, the next morning. Birdemic has has kicked off. It is full Birdemic, and he's still wearing like full pants and belt. He slept in a belt. Who sleeps in a belt? I don't think they had sex. Listen, Hot my take, man's, I don't think they had he sex. Do, he doesn't want his penis to run away. <laughs> true. You don't have this problem? Oh, true. Now it makes sense. <laughs> but, like, if this wasn't a birdemic, where did his keys actually go? <laughs> Dude, 
<laughs> again, again, I don't think this is the biggest issue. I know, but when they like when they go down and meet the neighbors and they're like, perfect. Also, I lost my keys. I'm like, you guys were just like chilling in the room. Okay, first of all, imagine being in a hotel. You wake up and see but like the CGI <laughs> birds are here at this point. I know, David. but imagine you wake up and there's just like one bird outside of your window and you're like, fuck, we gotta we gotta fucking barricade right now. Like there's a bird. No, no, not a bird. I'm sorry. There's eagles. <laughs> oh, God. Okay, sorry. I don't know how you lose your keys, though. Probably Hold in your the phone. Pan. You're telling me you were trying to use hangers when in the car you had an arsenal of firearms? I mean, listen. <laughs> if it works, it works, baby. I guess they were killing birds with hangers, so that was nice. It did work. I just imagine, like, in, in the fucking hotel room, the least effective weapon... Would probably be the hangers. Especially, like, the wire frame hangers. Like, get a lamp. Get, like, I don't know. A pillow would probably be more effective at fucking a bird up than a hanger. Here's the thing. Think about the size of the bird. Mini bar, tiny Molotov cocktail. Oh, that'd be such a smart (laughs) idea. That'd be so cute. Like, a little Molotov. (sighs) Baby's first Molotov. Oh, God. Oh, God. (laughs) I also love the fact that they couldn't find a road that just didn't have a ton of cars on it. Yeah. <laughs> they're in the middle of bird you know, And they're on a fully, in this, like... In this bird economy? Oh. <sighs> All the audio in the car is so bad. Dude, it doesn't even sync. It doesn't even sync. I realized, like, they had to, like, like re-record the audio in there. Chris but, like, Nolan only sh- wishes his audio was this good. <laughs> True, though. Okay, I gave up for a long time because I didn't realize at this point I still have about 45 minutes left, <laughs> which is, like, really painful to my, like, health watching this movie. <laughs> uh, your final your final line of this review, and then we'll, then we'll move on. She literally shot a bird off her face. <laughs> which was my favorite thing. Like, Ethan, if See, I'm that's where I would attacked, use a hanger, right? If I'm a, right, yeah, that'd be... The fact that you use the hangers for ranged and the guns... For melee, there don't make bird. any fucking sense. This this lady walks to the like the like two feet so two feet away to like go to the bathroom. She's got a roll of toilet paper, which like also, it's nice to know that in the birdemic toilet paper, probably not that high of a commodity as it was, in 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 the early stages of COVID. She takes like two steps. Bird comes out of nowhere, fucking jumps on her face. Friend turns around, immediately shoots the bird off of her face that bullet not only killed the bird but also probably went through the bird into this friend's face like the friend is dead regardless there are some other really good things well, that she's I want definitely to type gonna up. have like a Voldemort nose <laughs> true but like one of the best parts is like there's holy shit I almost forgot about this the bus where there are people in this bus that are just like no we don't want to leave we want to stay here and then they're like well, fuck that. You're coming with us. So they send in this guy with a full, like, machine gun to, like, pull these people out of the bus that were... They were, like, pretty safe in that bus. There's some birds they're on the windows, safe. but, no, like... No, they're never safe. The birds will get through. <laughs> the birds can eat metal. Then, then this guy comes in, fully armed, and is like, you're coming with us, everyone, off the bus now. <laughs> Look at me. I am the birdemic now. And then I don't even know what happens. Like, the birds, like, piss on them or something. Or, like, spit on them? I don't even know. But, like, they get hit with, like, a big load of, like, water it's acid. It's that raw cloaca power. <laughs> and then they die. Hey, hey, David, do you know what I call um, clothes hangers after watching Birdemic? Huh. 
I call it the cloaca breaker. <laughs> Pretty good. God. Um. Also, there's a really good bit. Hey, no, 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 they're like... still laughing. <laughs> let it. No, let it play. God. It, it landed really well. Let it ride out. It's <laughs> so cloaca breaker. Um. So after after this lady died, uh, <laughs> either due to a bird attacking her face or friend shooting her in the face, I don't, we don't know. Um, they they have like extra room in the car now, which is mm-hmm. what leads them to like go and save these people on the bus because like they're like we got to go save these people, and this guy's like, well we don't have room, and he's like, blah 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 just died, and then I'm like, oh you're right, good point. Now we do have room because she's on the car anymore, and he's like, what would we have done if like this was her? And I'm like, no no no, you're missing the point. She's dead. There's extra room in this car. We're good. And I just I just feel like they they didn't they didn't like fully fully uh take 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 that to an effect. Um there's a there's person in the woods. There's doctor character. Um there's a there's a really really effective bandit type person who's stealing gas. Looks like it might be like the early sets of uh the Mad Max world. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um I think they like they like, might have like I can't wait for the next Mad Max where he's like Don't let yourself become addicted to the the bird water <laughs> I also love it <laughs> Holy shit when they approach the person on the bridge and he's like No 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 don't come here stay away from me like these birds are infected and then it cuts to them just walking slowly without even saying anything on the bridge and then like and then he's like Oh okay yeah we can talk and it's like What? Yeah it's... I thought like Fuck, it's good, dude. It's so okay, good. Okay, also, there's one thing we didn't talk about, and this is possibly, like, the funniest thing that, like, uh, that, like, they, they go to so often, and it's the dead birds getting shot out of the sky, where it's just, well, like... And it looks so good. It looks so good. I'm really happy that they, that they fully apply, like, if there's one person shooting, one bird falls, and if there's two people shooting, two birds fall. Really good consistency there. Um... You know, David, I think if you described this movie to some of our listeners, they would say, there's no way that's a real movie. That, that's bold whimsy when in fact it's actually buck wild. And now I'm doing the transition into our next segment. Now, that's that's how we did it. It was kind of rough. Do we, do we need to set up like my uh, really bad... Oh, we didn't even talk about the guy setting up the fucking... We talked so long about Birdemic, please. Dude, it's a really good movie. Did you know there's a sequel? Mm-hmm. So we're going to our next segment now. Um, our next segment we recorded live on Twitch. Uh, I'll have the link to my Twitch in the description. You can come catch me live, uh, hang out, playing some video games. Occasionally we'll do some future cast stuff on there. It'll be a great, grand old time. Um, we ran into some technical issues because this was on my old computer that was running like garbage. Uh, David also had some audio issues. It's a little rough. But I think it's still pretty funny. Um, We did have visuals for this. If you're listening to the audio version right now in the full episode, don't worry. Uh, I'm going to have a video out probably around New Year's that has uh, the actual slideshow that I made for this um, alongside the audio. So it should come through pretty clear and you'll, you'll get to see some of the things that we're referencing when we talk about visual things. But for now, just fucking deal with it, I guess. Wait a week. (laughs) Relax. We already do so much for you. We do so much for you. Anyway, here's the holiday quiz. <laughs> and then we cut. Hard cut. Hard cut. That's a hard cut right there. <laughs> I say it's lovely weather for a quiz time together with you. Let's quiz. We're doing a quiz. 
Welcome to the Holiday Quiz Show. We're playing the crowd favorite, Buckwild or Bold Whimsy. Now, David, there's something very special about this version of Buckwild or Bold Whimsy. A crowd favorite. Uh, we've been getting tens and thousands of emails every minute. They're like, bring it back. It's an American classic. This year we're doing something real special, David. One, we're doing it live, and that's not working, so cool. <laughs> but luckily, I've prepared something incredible. Uh, this year is not, is, this is no ordinary Buck Wilder Bold Whimsy. This is Buck Wilder Bold Whimsy Christmas Critters Animal Edition. Oh, boy. Oh, man. It's going to be animals, baby. Here we go. <laughs> we got oh. visuals. We got a slideshow. Look at this. This is going to be perfect. We got a cat. We got a dog. So you're going (laughs) to... Those are two. Okay. So here's here's how the game works. Um, I'm going to give you a film, its synopsis, and a letterbox review of it. And you have to tell me if the film is Buckwild or Bold Whimsy, real or fake. Buckwild means it's real and unbelievable. Bold Whimsy means it's a figment of my imagination. Uh, I'm a genius. They would say, are you ready to jump in to the very first question, David? I am. I'm very ready. Quick question. Are you excited? I am excited? very excited. Yeah, go on. Is this hat that the dog's wearing and the hat that the, the, the cat's in same size? You know, I didn't check the proportions on it. From here, it looks like the, the kitten's much bigger. Yes. <laughs> Just on how they're sized. Perhaps closer. Who knows? Oh, boy. <laughs> And maybe, maybe I'm also a, I'm also a Christmas critter because I also have the hat on like our two fuzzy friends here. <laughs> Are you ready for the first question? I'm ready. Let's I think do we it. have 10. I, if okay. my memory serves me, there's 10 movies we're going to go through. 10 more. Let's go. Okay. Let's do it. Winslow the Christmas bear. Winslow the bear isn't like the other bears. Instead of hibernating this winter like the rest of his kind, he decides to ask each of his animal friends what Christmas is all about. This is a live-action film with real animals dubbed over. Uh, here's a review by Letterbox user PD187. Edited like Resident Evil the final chapter to cover up that most of his animal friends are visibly terrified of Winslow. Again, Winslow the Christmas Bear, 1996. David, is this Buck Wild or Bold Whimsy? You can also answer along in chat what you think the the correct answer is. I'm gonna go. You'll with... win nothing, but if you beat David, uh, you get to kill him. I'll give you <laughs> a gun a second, and you can second. shoot him dead. <laughs> um, uh, it's a high stakes quiz, David. I ain't fucking around this year. The other bears. Instead of hibernating this winter like the rest of his kind, he decides to ask each of his animal friends. What Christmas is all about. It's a live action film. That's the real throw off right there. With the real animals. Mm-hmm. 1996. Uh, Swiper does know some of the answers. I'm gonna go I had to test some stuff with Swiper. With Bold Whimsy. So Swiper can't play long, but not your wife, you can. Bold Whimsy, you think Winslow the Christmas Bear is a fake figment of my imagination? I do. Winslow the Christmas Bear. Released in 1996, is Buck Wild. It's a real bear. He's really there. And this movie, fucking crazy. 
Listen, I gotta do themes every year when we do this because all the all the oh, animal movies I found apparently are some of the weirdest fucking movies in the world, and I'm gonna have to watch all of them. What is this? What the hell yeah, is this? He's a real bear. I watched some clips. I swear to God, it's they're terrified of him. Uh, I think it's on Amazon Prime, so you can you know check out Winslow the Christmas Bear if you want, if that's a thing you desire to do with your life. Oh boy. I just want to know how good was that bonus music. So you're, you're you're so far you're you're nil for nil. <laughs> so not doing so hot so far. But we will uh, we'll jump forward to a doggone miracle two snowed in with Santa Bernard. This is a 2011 what? film. Sharon and Carl thought the vacation to the Loon Lodge would help reignite their romance. However, when they get snowed in, they soon meet a fluffy friend that brings some holiday magic to their hapless marriage. Here's a review by Letterboxd user MacCheese29. The scene where the dog drinks spiked eggnog is what cinema was meant for. This is a doggone miracle 2 snowed in with Santa Bernard. A 2011 film. It's like so recent. Are we thinking... Um. <laughs> yeah, movies sh- came out Carol. in the past decade, which is kind of fucking me up because I didn't think any movies came out this year. <laughs> I, I, I'm gonna, sorry, I'm just thinking that like, uh, um, mm, it's a tough game. I'm gonna go with bold whimsy. Bold whimsy. Moment of truth. A Dog Gone Miracle 2, Snowden with Santa Bernard, released in 2011. Except it's bold whimsy! You're an idiot if you thought this was... (laughs) The images, I'm gonna be real with you, David, the images for bold whimsy just get worse and worse. (laughs) They just get meaner and meaner and dumber and dumber. I kind of lost my mind making this PowerPoint. And it shows, I think. (laughs) So far, so far. Mine. All right, we're gonna move on to the next one. You're uh, you're you're uh, one one zero right now. You're halfway through. All right, we wish you a turtle Christmas. Released in 1994, on Christmas Eve, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles realize they've forgotten to get Splinter a gift. They hit the town to try to figure out what to get him. Their kid fans join them, and lots of singing, dancing, and some rapping and shenanigans ensue. Here is a review by Letterbox user uh, Bilal Carboni. All I want for Christmas is a giant pizza, hold the anchovies, do it, and some new nunchunk splinter. Are you listening, dude? I've been a good turtle and hardly skateboarded after curfew at all. Don't listen to Raph. He's a snitch. Totally bodacious. That is a wild review right there. (laughs) Like... (laughs) <laughs> that's pretty wild huh? big shout out to that review now is, um, it, is it wild because it exists or am i trying to throw you off by making something well wild? as a pretty big tmnt fan i know that this is buck wild absolutely correct <laughs> baby buck wild we wish you a turtle christmas i don't know why one of these posters the one right over here is long as hell that's such a long poster. Like, why? Poster. Why is that? Just a thought. Just a thought. It's a really big poster. Oh, boy. Those costumes. So that's that. Ooh. 
<laughs> they get worse every movie. They every really I don't do. know. They could have just used the same one. I think they. I think they probably just melted and degraded over time. <laughs> like I did making this fucking quiz. <laughs> Are you ready to move on to the next one? I am. You're actually. You're actually doing pretty good right now. You're. Uh, you're two to two out of three. Mm-hmm. You're at a net positive, which is pretty good. Please. Alrighty. I should probably be keeping track of that. Hold on. <laughs> Are you ready for the next one, oh, David? Yep, 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 yep. Let's go. Let's do it. Whew. Wizards of Waverly Place, the Snowflake Squid Sorcerer, 2009. All right. Alex Russo and her brothers, Justin and Max, must save their family's magical Merry Monday, which is their name for Christmas, after some spooky sushi spoils the festive family fun. All right. Review by Letterbox user Cool Carrie. Can't believe Disney made the most apt argument for the disillusionment of American exceptionalism by having a dead squid make David DeLuce shit himself in front of the Statue of Liberty. Um. Wizards of Waverly Place, the snowflake squid sorcerer. Is this Buck Wild or Bold Whimsy? Real or fake? Now I can confirm. I know that Wizards of Waverly Place is a real show. And that Alex Russo True. is the main character. But the question now yeah, is... he's got brothers Justin and Max. And the dad is played by David DeLuce. Those are all real facts. The question is, was there a holiday special? special? Um, called The Snowflake Squid Sorcerer, released in 2009. That's the name of the game, baby! Buckwild or Bold Whimsy! Oh, man. So many... So many truths in here that i think this is bold whimsy that is correct it is bold whimsy yeah you're a smart little cookie you're a smart little cookie you're doing so much better this time than you did last last round don't worry there's more And and Miranda Kratzky, or no, Selena Gomez. Jeez, I know wow. who plays Alex Russo. This is an iCarly, <laughs> come on. More like Tiny Wizard of Waverly Place, the Snowflake Squid Sorcerer. That's my new Twitch username. <laughs> All right, so the next category. <laughs> All right, the next film. Wait. Oh, ah, fuck. Well, okay. All right, so <laughs> we've run into a slight issue. I, uh, for some reason, didn't update the description on this one. Uh, I don't remember what this one's about. It's called I Want a Hippopotamus for Hanukkah from 1992. It doesn't have a description, I guess, because I'm a fucking expert. Uh, I did have a review by Letterboxd user Fiddler on the Tooth. Debating between this and Uncut Gems for best theme for my firstborn's bar mitzvah. <laughs> you have no idea what the movie is about, for all you know, it's about Alex Russo and her brothers Justin and Max who must save their family's magical very Monday after some spooky sushi spoils the festive fun. I do really like the title. <laughs> I also really like this user's name. I want hippopotamus for Hanukkah. Fiddler on the Tooth is a pretty it's great pretty name. pretty good. Um... And the review, debating between this and Uncut Gems for best theme for my firstborn's bar mitzvah. Huh. Hmm. This is difficult. Mainly because I don't now, know the I know you've seen a lot of letterbox <laughs> reviews. You know, that would help. That would help. Uh, I would say you're not allowed to Google it. 
1992. This does seem like a very 1992 title. Um. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. I heard that. Um, I'm so sorry I didn't copy the uh, the description. I'm gonna go. Bold Lindsay. I think so. I'm going with Bold Lindsay. Bold whimsy. Yeah. She uh, yeah. You've been pranked. <laughs> Bold whimsy. Uh, would have helped if I would have wrote a fucking description, huh? <laughs> Just I... maybe would have uh, helped sell it a little bit. Oh, fuck. I do. You're, you're uh, five to one. Oh, you, yeah, do you like the hippo saying you've been pranked? I love the hippo. I, like, I think it might be my best fake title I've ever done. It's very powerful. Um, Alrighty. Let's go on to the next one. Mickey's Orphans, 1931. We're going way back. A bunch of orphan kids, depicted as kittens, are left on Mickey's doorstep in a basket. The kittens cause a lot of mischief around the house as Mickey, Minnie, and Pluto try to give them a Christmas party. Here's a review by Letterboxd user Kirsten. Why did Mickey think that giving the kittens who had already been a nuisance at this point, saws and guns would be a good idea. What outcome was he hoping for here? Mickey's Orphans, 1931. Buckwild or Bold Whimsy? (laughs) Do you think... That there is an animated film about Mickey Mouse where he gives a bunch of orphans guns and saws. Yeah, kind of. I do, actually. <laughs> <laughs> it's 1931. I know. So it's pretty possible, huh? <laughs> That's a long time ago. Oh, man. Hmm. You, you were but a wee lad. I, I was a wee lad back then. <laughs> um, I'm going to go... Buck Wild. Buck Wild. We're going Buck Wild with this one. Buck Wild it is. Man. Uh, it's like seven minutes long and it, I watched it just to confirm. Yeah, it's fucking weird. He actually does give him guns. What do... Uh, what, oh. you can, I put it on the screen. <laughs> wow. Pretty weird, huh? Uh, yeah, it's pretty weird. Yeah. Oh, wow. Don't like that. <laughs> oh, wow, wow, wee, wow. <laughs> all right we'll go to the next one i'm losing it a little bit all right (laughs) santa stole our dog a merry dog on christmas 2017 all right on a snowy and cold christmas eve santa claus accidentally steals the family dog so begins an epic journey through the 12 days of christmas as the family ventures to the north pole to get their beloved canine back here is a review by letterbox user PD187. Ooh, a repeat letterbox reviewer. Hmm, interesting. This movie has everything. Truly wild stuff. Mr. Doodoo plates and bizarro VFX. Plastic psychotronic aura. The Santa stolen dog. Hollywood's oldest working animal actor. 90-year-old 9-11 truther Ed Asnier. Ends like a Reifenstahl. Recommended. What a, what a loaded review. Holy shit. It is perhaps, I I think that's the review on here that uh, is the most emotional roller coaster of any of the reviews. 
I don't even I don't even know. <laughs> like what? The thing that's leaning me to Buck Wild is that I don't think 2017. Would, this I, is 2017. Is I don't think he would have made up this review. Like Would I? I don't know. The, oh, ah. It's a weird one. This is a really weird one. Here's the thing. I think every single line, like your top section of just the title of the year, and then the middle section and the bottom, all feel like three different properties. An epic journey through the 12 days of Christmas as a family ventures to the North Pole to get their beloved canine back. A 2017 film. Mm. Ed Asner is in it. I am mm. going to go. And the dog, the dog that gets stolen, is Hollywood's oldest working animal actor. There's no way the dog's name. I don't even get what that. No, 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 no. Uh, the the dog's not a 9/11 truther. Hold on. <laughs> oh. No, no, no. The 90 year old. That's that's Santa Claus. Oh, okay. yep, yep, is yep, Ed yep, Asner. Yep, gotcha. And in the movie, he's not a 9-11 truther. But in real life, he is. We're going to go with, uh, with, uh, with, uh, with Buck Wild. Yeah, it's fucking weird. It's... I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> yes. This is, I think this is the one that apparently is the wildest. Did you watch any of um, this one? Look at these. Oh, it's a... No, I couldn't. <laughs> That is a weird poster. That's uh, a really one weird poster. One, the posters suck shit. Uh-oh. Posters suck shit bad. Apparently, there's a lot of, like, VFX and, like, video framing stuff. Where, like, you know how, how in Lord of the Rings, they would have, like, people be smaller by standing somewhere else? But they did that and then also did VFX over it. And apparently, it's, like, a visual nightmare. Hmm. So this one sounds like a good watch. This this might We're be getting uh, down to the wire. Added to the backlog. This this looks like a necessary watch right here. <laughs> <laughs> Next Christmas we'll get it. Um, I th- we should only have. Are you two films score? left? What's, the, what's, the, what's my record? What's my score right now? Am I gonna crush it? You're this? at seven to one. You're actually fucking nailing it. Holy! But maybe the last two are incredibly difficult. Are they? Are you ready? Yeah, I think so. The Three Dogateers, 2015. When they are left on their own a a few days before Christmas, three white little furballs get their paws into a world of trouble. Here is a review by Letterboxd user John McDonald. I haven't seen this movie. (laughs) I'm just putting this review here to remind people that the musical geniuses that gave us the intensely powerful emotional post-rock of Sigaros were the producers of this film. Truly excellent stuff. Interesting review. The Three Dogateers, 2015. I'm going to go with Bold Whimsy. Left on their own. Bold Whimsy. It's a quick pull. It's Buck Wild, baby! Oh, how the mighty have fallen. (laughs) Oh, how the mighty have fallen. Wow. Apparently, the the drummer from Sega Rose who produced this said it's 
fucking awful. And then he, I don't think he ever finished it. So I don't know how that happened. That's just an event. <laughs> Alrighty. Who put a snake in my stocking? 1952. What a great title. Love the title. Town, Florida has been overrun by deadly snakes right as the town prepares for its biggest box social of the year. Luckily, the handsome exterminator James Reynolds has the gumption to solve this slithery situation. Review by Letterbox user Mikey Myers. Only thing it was missing was Samuel L. Jackson cursing these bastard snakes away. Who put a snake in my stocking, 1952? Christmastown, Florida. Christmas Town, Florida has been overrun by deadly snakes right as the town prepares for its biggest box social of the year. I'm going to go again with Old Whimsy, although this movie sounds awesome and I want to watch it. <laughs> Bold Whimsy, you think you think that Who Put a Snake in My Stocking from 1952 yeah. is a fictional film? Mm-hmm. You want to lock that in? Mm-hmm. Sorry, not sorry. It is bold whimsy. You are correct. Nice. Nice. Isn't it pretty good, though? That's pretty good. How, how are you liking my titles? Do you like my They're fake really titles? Good. They're really good. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> and this one says, I want a hippopotamus for Hanukkah. Don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> Don't know why I didn't get the title right on this slide. Oh, boy. I spent so long in these slides, and I didn't fucking do any proofreading. Jesus. Alrighty. I think there's one left. Are you ready? Oh, yeah. Yeah. For the final film of Buck Wilder, Bold Whimsy. This is the one that determines if you win. Wait, what? <laughs> because that's how it works in Christmas. <laughs> what doesn't hey, Life doesn't come easy to you, Bucky. Huh? Buster. <laughs> Let's see it. Let's see this question. Peck the Halls, the festive flock. 2013. Birds of a feather stay festive together as Terry the Toucan and his feathered friends get together to make the perfect holiday album. Review by Letterboxd user Cute Stuart Little. The chipmunks walked so that the backstreet birds could fly. <laughs> I want all of this to be true. This, this is, is all great. Pack the halls, the festive flock <laughs> from 2013. This is the greatest three lineup right here. Great title, great description, great review. <laughs> I'm going to go with Buckwild, just because I really want this to be real. It's bold whimsy. Damn it! You are a fool, a jester in your own court. Oh, so David. perfect. So much, so much perfection. I don't know how to break it to you. Oh my god. But wait a minute. Even... Wait a minute. Do you hear that? Sleigh bells. Could it be? It's a Christmas miracle, David. You won. <laughs> they, I bought these. They don't even fucking make noise. They don't even fucking make noise. I thought they were gonna do a. It's like a part. It's like a party thing. Where you go like. <laughs> oh, I see it now. Okay, sorry. There's like a there's, there's a bit of a. Lag. But it doesn't make it. But it don't make any noise. I'm so mad. I thought you were like trying to like fucking light garbage. a match. It's a terrible there. stream. I thought you were just like striking a matchbox for a while. That's a, that's, a, that's a nice looking like, toucan right there. <laughs> I'm not going to light that on fire. That's <laughs> very scary. David, thank you for playing. Thank you for, for putting um, this together. Buck Wilder. Oh, God, there's a lot of animals, huh? <laughs> Look at 
there's a lot of them now. A lot. No, oh my God, there they are. Holy shit, that's a lot of them. <laughs> Uh, you know, pretty powerful. Um, was only like- David, this was the Christmas Critters Animal Whew. Edition of Buckwild or Bold Whimsy. That was. How do you feel? I feel pretty good. I feel like I did a lot better than last year. I'm pretty proud of myself. You did so much better. I think the ones. And either I miscounted when I was doing when I was like doing the scores, or I had an eleven and not ten. <laughs> well, who knows? <laughs> even in your accuracy on a It's few all of these arbitrary. Slides. And it means nothing. It's a holiday music miracle. David wins. He's perfect. Thank you. Thank you so much for playing. Thank you for putting that I together. I love you. That was great. That was fantastic. I, I I think the ones that I fired a little too quickly on, like the first one and the last few, really threw me under the buffs. Do you like do you like the final slide? Oh, oh, that's so cute. Oh. He's just a little tiny after the you know, is very very bold and in your face to the previous one. This one kinda of sweet and simple. I love you. <laughs> Um, was there? Oh, is there more to this quiz? Is that it? Is that all the quiz you got? Is that all the holiday? That's the whole quiz. That's the whole quiz. How long was that? That was thirty-two minutes worth of recording. That's like half an hour. Should I? I'm gonna. That's not bad. I'm gonna stop recording. That's a quiz. Stop recording. That's a quiz. Yeah, we'll stop. Stop recording. Hey, we'll see you. We'll see you later, alligators. (laughs) Animal Christmas because animals. Oh heck, David! We just Dude, did the I'm, quiz. I did pretty damn good. I'm not gonna lie. I'm pretty <laughs> impressed with like month right? old me. That's month, the best you've month done. Month ago, me, right? Yeah, Dude, I'm, I'm really fucking good. Um, Dude, I want to make next year for Hanukkah. I, <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Next year you're gonna get a perfect store. Next year I'm going for a saying? perfect store. Yep. Ooh. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna get deep inside your mind. I'm gonna figure out how you think. And how you come up with these things. And then I'm going to be like, perfect score. Boom. Nice, Every time. nice, nice, nice. Um, Ethan, do Hello, you know what time baby. it is? It's something that I forgot. Well, look, we even... look at the clock. Wait a minute. It's nearly Christmas, David. <laughs> do you know what that means? <laughs> it, um, it means that there's about to be a, 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 hefty, a hefty large man um, with, a, with a really big beard creeping down your what? chimney. Or, hey, or cup. don't talk about me like that. <laughs> What the fuck? <laughs> no, no, no. He has presents. Um, 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 but maybe not presents. But like, apparently the 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 nice list is like super long this year. So like, he's given out lots of presents. Those elves. That's a good throwback to like the beginning of the episode. Yeah, th- those elves were not paid overtime for their work. That's kind of fucked up, Santa. Give him, give him, give him, give him good pay. Pay him well. Do you want me nice. to do the theme song? <laughs> oh yeah, give us a theme song. <laughs> <laughs> Just kept going. Oh. <laughs> I mean, oh, elf economics are important. Don't forget that. Oh, I don't want a light for Christmas. There is just one thing I need. I don't care about the presents underneath the Christmas tree. I just want you for my own more than you could ever Make my wish come true. All I want for Christmas is you. 
and then you go I just wanna fix him pitch holiday edition bitch oh yeah mm. we got a new movie something pitch that is groovy and we got a fix for you it is something that used to be poo but now we have turned it to gold or so I'm told. Welcome to Fix the Pitch. It's the ever-present segment with the ever-changing theme song. This time, the Mariah Carey edition. That was that was, really good. <laughs> that was something. That was intense. Was it? Did you like that? Yeah. Yeah, that was good. That was really good. The Fix and Pitch is a very uh, simple premise. Uh, you guys should know by now. If it's your first episode, I'll teach you a little something. Uh, we we fix a, a new movie. We 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 have a movie that was bad. We fix it. We get our wrenches out, put it on our crafting table, <laughs> and we fix it up. Put some Smite Four on it. You know, <laughs> basic things. And then the pitch Jesus. is like a new IP thing, or or an existing IP that's like a new thing. Yeah, it's self-explanatory. It's fix and pitch. David, remember... kick us off with the fix. So my fix this this time around is a pretty <laughs> quick fix. It's like a it's like I got like a really like nice the thing. gun from Team Fortress Two that the medic uses. I don't know. I've never played Team Fortress Two. Get off my back. Get get away from me. Get away from me. <laughs> oh my god, it's so cringe. I was a little late on it. Uh, it it's a movie <laughs> that came out this year that I really liked. You liked it as well. It's a really good movie, but with just a slight little twist, maybe a little duct tape. I don't, that, that's not duct tape. Huh? Duct tape? That's me like... That's actually... That was not bad. Really? Thank you. <laughs> Pretty solid fully. That's like the uh, opening of uh, the Batman trailer with the, with the duct tape. Yep, pretty good. A um, little bit of you duct tape. You could have solved it, Batman. I gave you all the clues. Okay, that was... Well, what? That was not was, Paul Dane. What was wrong with that one? That was, uh, I don't what? know. That wasn't great. I don't know. I'm sorry. <laughs> this is a really good film. Came out this year. Really enjoyed it. But there are certain scenes that because of the director's experience, which I hate to say that, um, negatively impacts the movie. And it makes it just not that as good as it could be. Because I really so I do really like this movie. It, it's Ooh, it's very, I think I know what it it's is. very high on my list. That movie... Is a little film currently on Hulu. If you want to check it out, called Lucky Grandma. Oh, I thought you were gonna go Trial of the Chicago Seven. I I I fuck with this. Oh no no, no yeah, way more. Trial of the Chicago Seven probably needs a little bit more fixing than <laughs> true. <laughs> uh, but Lucky Grandma is like a really really good film. Fuck, yeah. Love the story. Love the actress in that. Holy shit, she's amazing. I love her. Mm-hmm. Um, but the action scenes. Or any any movie Pretty that like re- any movie that really like requires like any like faster like movement. Stunt work. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, is just bad. Like I'm not. I don't even want to be mean about it, but it's just not good. Like there's like. It, yeah, no. It's like it's like pretty solid college student. Yeah. Fight work. It's like the stuff in like the barber shop good. is like. Oh, it's just like so bad. Or like in her apartment, and it's just like mm-hmm. it. After the first time you see it, it's like. The tension that, like, builds really well before the scenes actually, like, kick off, you just know are not going to land as well as they could if those scenes were shot better. So maybe it's not even, like, fully replacing the director and maybe just, like, the 
the uh, just have a really good stunt coordinator. Yeah, I, and like I, some and some a stunt coordinator who is able to work with the director because I really do like the like the maybe, I'll, maybe a director of photography that has done like some action stuff before. Yeah, but too. but for because I know more directors than I know than I know actual like stunt coordinators and um, I I'm just replacing the director. But again, I do think like. I'm going to say your name. I don't know if it's how you actually Sassy Seely? I think that's how you say it. Sure. Um, if you want. I don't know, maybe. Um, but I think somebody who would work really well is the director who's able to handle, like, the uh, comedic portions of this movie and, like, the drama portions and, like, tension portions of this film and also the action scenes. It's between two directors, okay? I'm between two right now. First one, Steven Sodenberg. Mm-hmm. Obviously has a history of working in films that have to deal with gambling and and uh, dealing with luck and action and also being funny, right? Second director, who I think would do really well in this, again, this type of like comedy, who I know can do action it, and also handle that action in a comedic fashion, is Shane Black. We've seen him handle Ooh, movies okay. like Nice Guys and Kiss Kiss Predator. Bang Bang. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> uh, uh, his his entire track record isn't great, but if you pick out the good ones like Nice Guys, he he really delivers with like with like the Nice Guys type movie. Oh, and the comedic like slapstick action in that is so good. Yes, Ryan Gosling in that bathroom stall yes. is so funny. So good. Uh, I'd also I'd also like to give a quick shout out potentially Kim Joo Woon. Who did The Good, The Bad, and The Weird also would be a pretty good pick. I have not seen The Good, Bad, and The Weird, but I have heard really good things about it. Um, so I... It's very funny. You would like it. You should check that out. Um, I could have given you that. Yeah, what the hell? Why didn't you give me this? Sorry. Um, so I'm thinking Shane Black out of, out of at least the two I picked, maybe. Yeah, I'm cool with that. Um, but yeah, that's, that's my quick little fix. I think just... Tightening, I, I mean, it's so close where it's like, I think if these action scenes were tightened up a little bit, like, this could have ranked a lot higher for me this year. Because I really, really do like a lot of this film. Mm-hmm. Also, this... Well, and that's the, that's the thing. It, the action, especially compared to how good and enjoyable the rest of the film is, you're absolutely right. It does not live up to that, yeah. the rest of that. Yeah. But still, really good movie. Check it out if you haven't seen it. I think it's on Hulu. I know it's streaming somewhere. Um, yeah. Ethan. Let me hear that original, or possibly not original, IP pitch you got for me. Um, so this is going to be a holiday episode of a TV show. Um, it's a TV show that has not been on the air for a while, so they're actually coming back. Um, and also the thing that makes it special for the holiday episode is also a little older. <laughs> so it's kind of a weird um, malgulation of all that. Um, but it's going to be very special... Wait, hold on. Sorry. I'm getting some interference in my headphone. David, um, do you hear that? Oh, what is that? Are you picking that? It's like, it's like in the distance. It sounds really like familiar. It's, wait a minute. Could it be? Oh my God. David. (laughs) Fraggle fucking rock. About that show we're gonna talk. It's time to Frankel Rack. Frankel's gonna shine. Oh, Frankel's pretty brave. Stuck inside a scary cave in that Chilean mine. That's what the episode's about. 
playing in minors me red and bluebird that'd be pretty super i'd like to propose a holiday episode where the mining 33 learn fraggle history a mega episode oh please make it just for me now y'all don't even know how much i like this fucking show the fraggles are the best Miners are also there. The one who had his kid, and the one whose affair was badly hid. His mistress could be mad or not. Either way, Fraggles fucking rock. You know I like to rock. Down a Fraggle Rock, bada. <laughs> so Fraggle Rock Talk is back. It's everyone's favorite podcast now within a podcast. Every, it's the best part of feature cast is Fraggle Rock Talk. We missed our yearly birthday bash that we normally have our our yearly celebration, uh, but that that's not gonna stop us. Twenty twenty, if any year needs another Fraggle Rock Talk, it's this fucking year, David. <laughs> True. This year felt like being trapped for seventy days in a hole. <laughs> We're thirty two other boys. Um, this is going to be a holiday special. The Fraggles are back, and they're hanging out with the Chilean miners. They cross paths while they're stuck down there. Is it potentially insensitive? Who knows? (laughs) Probably. (laughs) A little bit. Are they going to talk about the one miner who, like... His affair went public and, like, his mistress showed up to see him rather than his wife who got a divorce? <laughs> maybe, maybe they'll talk about it in Fraggle Rock. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> is this... But I think it'd be very Is this fun. your proudest... I think it'd be very Is this fun. your proudest pitch of all time? So here's the thing, David. Now, this episode... I've, I've thought a lot about this episode... Um, and I've put together a little special package here for you to kind of give you a showcase of what that episode might be like, the vibes it would give. Um, and of course, because it's them coming back, they're going to update the little bit of music to make it fresh and fun. They're like, did you hear about Hamilton, the hot new play? They rapped in that. What are we going to do? We're going to rap, potentially. David? <laughs> If the Fraggle Rocks did a holiday special featuring the 33 trapped Chilean miners, I think it'd go a little something like this. Hi, guys! Hi, Morky! Oh. Hey, I am going to do the... 33 miners... Does anyone want to come along? You probably want a story, no doubt, huh? <laughs> well, pick us... Miners... And these... Miners... I know them all! And if I don't, I'll fake it. <laughs> well, what do you want to hear? Oh, wait a minute. Mm-hmm. I know. How about the tail of... The miners trapped for two months. The, te- the terrible tunnel! Please, anything but that, anything. But why? It's only a story. Oh, please, don't insist. Please, we, we insist. insist. No. terrible tunnel, no way out. Ever? Ever. Remix. Fraggle Rock Talk. Some of the hardest rock on earth. Feature cast. Made up, right? You believe Lorenzo Avalos, my friend? With this first Yo. trip to the surface, the capsule worked both ways. Fraggle rap, Fraggle rap, 
who was there when the miners trapped? Red was there, Booba too. Traveling man said, how do you do? Fraggle Rock and the 33. How dope would that story be? I think it would be pretty nice. I would watch that more than twice like... But something in this rock lurks. A terrible tunnel. Good night. That was impressive. <laughs> I really enjoyed that. God, it's so good. It's so powerful. Um, I think we might need to start a Spotify, like, artist account. Because we got a lot of sauce in this one. That was, this one's pretty this saucy. This is really man. good. Like, fuck. I'm, mean, I, I, like, kind of joking, kind of serious. I wanted the end of the year with the bang. I think people have had a rough year. And Fraggle Rock Talk is the thing that makes me so happy. It is such a weird, and it came up accidentally. That's the thing I love the most about it. Um, and it's turned into my beautiful creation. It, um, so this is the Fraggle Rock holiday special featuring the Chilean miners. <laughs> well, um, <laughs> what do you think? I, yeah, yeah, I, I like it. I think that's a, it's a fantastic pitch. Is it everything you wanted for for it's the it's honestly future cast and more? It's more. I I don't think I could have I don't think I could have wished for a better Christmas than this. Wow. You know what I want for Christmas? Huh. I want people to subscribe to our YouTube channel and also give us a review uh, anywhere. <laughs> True. Friend us on uh, LinkedIn. <laughs> <laughs> Join our Minecraft server. <laughs> um, Fantasy Movie League. That's right. We're bringing it back, baby. Oh, really? I never really even understood that. Like, I kind of crush it every time I think. Um, that was so good. If you have any questions or comments or you have ideas for different Fraggle Rock bits we could do, send all those over to FeatureCastQuestions at gmail.com. We got a Twitter. We both have Letterboxd, which uh, right now all of our year-end lists are private. They were hidden until we release our, our top of the year. So I don't even know what Dave has been watching, but we're in a tight arms race to see who has the we, most features it is. at the it's end It's getting of the year. really close. Ethan was ahead of me by like 30 movies. For a, for, a, for a minute. Mm-hmm. Now I'm on your tail. Yesterday, you ate my dust. And then yep. I ate your, some of your dust. Yep. And now I can and like... now we're I, both eating a Hot Pocket Lady in the Tramp style. Wait, wait a second. Huh? <laughs> what did you say? I, I was talking about dust. Um, yeah. um, what else can they do? What, what other admin stuff do we have? Uh, uh, well, you talked about the YouTube. You talked about re- subbing and reviewing. Follow us on about... Spotify. Yeah, get, follow us on Spotify. Spotify is really cool. Um, you talked about Twitter and Instagram. Um, that's really all we got. Hmm. But Our letterbox. Not... Just look at the description of the episode. We got all the links there. Yeah. Um. Keep keep your eyes peeled to our YouTube channel so that you can see. Uh, you can you can find the segment of just the Fraggle Rock talk again because it's coming back with a vengeance, baby. Uh, <laughs> as well as um, <laughs> as well as our holiday quiz show, so you can see uh, the very good, powerful, beautiful artwork I designed for it. It'll it really is, knock your socks off. It is guy. really good. It was pretty impressive. You put a lot of work <laughs> into this episode. Mm-hmm. This is a good episode. Um, it's the festive com- feature cast. It's my favorite we're, time of the year. We're coming up to the end of the year, which means we have a whole lot of episodes coming up. So. Featuring. <laughs> we just like randomly <laughs> guess what we're going to talk about next year. 
Uh, I think that's it, though. Okay. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Wait, no, 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 no. We, we got to tell them a little bit about what's coming up. Oh, oh. We're going to have oh. our best marketing of the year. Yeah. Uh, we're going to talk. We're going to do probably like an in memoriam section for all the movies that got delayed due to COVID. Mm-hmm. At some, that's like, something. Probably, probably in our year end list. I was going to say we have an Oscar That'll be episode sad. Like, I'll shut it, shortly I'll shut it on, the, on the upcome, but like then they got We'll have an Oscar this. episode. That's going to be weird. It's gonna be really weird. Um, <laughs> it's gonna be very weird. We got our we got our we got our year in review episode, episodes? which which has a bunch of stuff in it. We got we got our top fifteens. We got four special segments. We got our bottom five. We'll just um, we repeat our "Don't Look Ahead" episode from this previous year, where we talk about the movies we're excited to come out because they're That's all still coming so out next year. True though. Holy shit! And honestly, some of them probably coming to streaming, which is also really weird. It's also kind of crazy how many. Or like the best movies this year, or like straight to streaming. It's kind of weird. Just like um, all the movies are straight to streaming. Don't be real, my guy. <laughs> that's, that's pretty much true. But that's it. That's the podcast. We're done now. Happy Honda days. Honda. Wait, days. no, that's the fuck. That's the car thing. Shit.